0: If the poem blows, I'm gonna wind up working in the thick of it. Sunshine through the rain and snow. There's an oily brine, builds water baptism, waiting below. That's just the wave slamming against the topside sound. Don't let the ever-rolling ocean go and get you down. Don't let it shake your steady thread-cutting hand. Keep stealing ribbons from the steel and giving hell to every how you can. Every day is like a war between the will to go on And a wish that the world would into the sun Turn your head toward the storm that's surely coming on. Hey everyone, welcome back to
1: the Goodie Reader Radio Show. My name is Michael. It's uh, April 15th, 2018 here at goodiereader.com And uh, we have a lot of news to get into today in the, the wonderful world of e-readers. Uh, first of all, Onyx just... <laughs> Announced a whole slew of devices. Uh, no idea when any of them are going to be released, but let's talk about them uh, sort of one by one. Uh, they're releasing the Book Note S. Now, it's interesting they're doing this because they just released the Onyx Book Note uh, pretty well at the beginning of April. And there's still f- still some stock shortage- shortages, rather. Um one of the big things about this device is um, it's kind of a stripped-down version. So uh, this is a 9.7-inch. Uh, it has a Wacom and a stylus layer, uh, so you can interact with it with your hands and whatnot. Yeah, um, so it has sort of a... Few things going against it. It has less RAM, a slower processor, and a smaller screen. Um, The Books Note 10.3 inch screen. This version, the Note S, has a 9.7 inch screen. Uh, Pretty well everything, you know. it's kind of going against it. No word of on terms of price or anything, but for people who can't afford like the 599 us for the note, maybe you can get this for like a hundred dollars cheaper, maybe 150 us. I'm not exactly too sure. Uh, the next e reader they announced was the Onyx book poke. Like I'm going to poke you. Um, so this is the first six inch read e-reader with a quad core processor. um, 1.2 in- uh, gigahertz quad-core processor, 1 gig of RAM, 8 gigs of internal storage, um, USB-C, and Android 6.0. So this is a, a gooder. Um, it doesn't have a front light though, but if front lights are your thing, uh, the Nova uh, might be for you. So this is a 7.0-inch e-reader. It's um, you know very much akin uh, to some of the other devices 1.6 gigahertz quad core processor, 32 gigs of storage, 1 gig of RAM, uh, Android 6, 2800 milliamp battery. Um, it does have Bluetooth 4.0, so you can hook up like speakers, wireless headphones, uh, sort of all that type of fun stuff. And they have another one called the eMusic Score so this is the same as the book max except it has 128 gigs of internal storage which is absolutely insane um the book's max i thought was pretty good um and then the note came along and i thought that just the note was the best device that onyx has ever released but the max Uh, 2 is no slouch either. So, 128 gigs of internal storage is not bad in conjunction with 2 gigs of RAM, 1.6 gigahertz quad core processor, a a giant 4100 milliamp battery, um, Android 6, and of course, Bluetooth and all that type of fun stuff as well. If you guys remember, I don't know when it was. It was a company out of Japan that was working on a dual-screen manga reader. I think it was called the E-Note. Let me just try to find this out here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was... um. I'll find out the name, but... So the, the big thing about this device is that it's dual-screen uh, Digital Manga Reader. Um, it's issued by Progress Technologies. Yeah, the E1 book. And, um, so they preload it with, like, sort of a lot of manga. So the ones that they're building right now is they have every issue of, like, Fist of the North Star. I think they're doing another one with, like, Not a Row, Another one with, like, you know, more of the popular type of, like, manga and stuff like that. And um, we're getting a review sample of it. So we're going to probably maybe do something pretty interesting uh, in terms of unboxings and reviews and stuff like that. Um, Speaking of review videos, we do have something on our front page on the new Onyx Book Poke and the Nova e-readers. It's courtesy of company called notebook italia they have like two videos that they shot which is um in english it's basically from onyx reps at the onyx booth at the hong kong uh, electronics fair um amazon released a new firmware for the amazon kindle e-reader so pretty well everything that was made after like 2014 um they have a new firmware update that makes making highlight easier. So it's like a way that you can kind of like initiate um, sort of like a bulk highlight mode where you can do like a ton of highlights at once. You do have to connect it via Wi-Fi in order to download some extra files from Amazon. Some people are just uh, downloading it from like the Amazon main firmware site. Um, so that's what, you know, you can... Visit, like, an Amazon firmware site and install it directly in your e-reader rather than wait for Amazon to push the update out via Wi-Fi. But if you sideload in the update, you do have to connect up via Wi-Fi to the Amazon servers. Um, they are pushing um, sort of, like, an incremental extra update. Mm, we did something pretty interesting. I've been kind of teasing it for a while. We have the Goodie Reader audio reader for Android. Um, so we launched it, like, on Monday... And so, this is like the first weekend that's kind of been out. Um, we have close to a thousand installs right now. Um, you know, at the gate, I mean, for those of you who are listening that don't know anything about it, it basically turns any ebook into an audiobook uh, with Amazon Poly. And Amazon Poly is. Basically, Alexa. So Polly was a company that Amazon bought for their digital voice assistant. They refined it, turned it on machine learning. Uh, It made Alexa out of it, but the voice assistant technology was basically the Polly text-to-speech system. And the interesting thing about Polly is it's fully supported by Amazon. So we kind of have like an Amazon TTS system. And The reason why we use this instead of Alexa with our app is because Alexa only does like two different languages, like English and I believe French. Uh, They don't really do anything else, whereas Polly does 28 different languages. So like Korean, Japanese, Portuguese, um, you know, Portuguese like South America, but also like Portuguese from like Europe too has like five different five or six different voices just for like English us like uh, male female voices It's the same with like the UK and Australia too um, yeah I mean oh, pretty well every major language in the world is supports but also has male and female variants as well even like Turkish and stuff like that which I find uh kind of interesting so we worked on the app for about six months. Uh, pretty well, it comes with three books, like, preloaded into it. Just royalty-free Project Gutenberg books, like Alice in Wonderland, Charles Dickens. Uh, you know, prolific authors, uh, like, in their own rights. We kind of uh, selected them based on just them being classics. And we kind of really wanted just to promote reading and uh, have people be able to test the system out right out of the gates. Um, so pretty well you could read it like the app is sort of a part ebook reader, an app where you could just read the book, uh, adjust the line spacing, the size of the text, uh, the font type, um, margins, you know, uh, the background day and night mode, you know, uh, so the background is black and the text is white or you can just go to a nice sepia mode or you can just have like a white background with like black text which is pretty well the usual Um, or you can engage the text-to-speech function so text-to-speech is not just on by default you have to actually turn it on people are digging it i mean um i guess with android in general it's it's kind of hard for a new app to just come out and blow up right away, especially with, like, an e-reading app, because there's a lot of e-reading sort of apps out there. But I guess we're just positioning ourselves as that. We're, like, the first Android app using Poly as a text-to-speech option instead of just the robotic option, which most e-reading apps have. Like, the little boy walked down the street, you know? Um, just very robotic, very monotone, not very interesting. Uh, Polly kind of... Um, stops pauses during like um, commas and periods it respects hyphenation and stuff like that which are, are things that i really kind of like about it so uh yeah we pushed it out so this is our first week And it's just on Android. We're thinking about launching on iOS as well. But we kind of have to, you know, make back the development fees that we sunk into it first. And uh, try to, like, recoup the money we spent on development. And then we'll release um, an iOS app soon. Because for me, I'm 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 an Apple user. I have an iPhone. It's my primary phone. I have, like, my iPad. It's, like, you know, my number one tablet. But then I have, like, four or five Android phones, too, that I just, like you know, bust out occasionally, but they're mostly just development phones, um, the test apps. And so, uh, Audio Reader by Goody Reader is sort of like our flagship app. We also released a new news app. Is that a double entendre? No, I don't think so. Um, So, yeah, it's like a news app for Android. We've released, like, three versions of our, like, a news app for Android, and I was, like, never happy with it. I think our first one was, like, in 2011. We did another one in, like, 2012, and then 13, and, you know, and then 14, and just none of them ever kind of felt right, you know? Uh, They always, like, felt, like, clunky, kind of locked in stone UIs and stuff like that, and I was just like, F it. I'm just going to create a new app myself, and I'm not a developer, but... I know my way enough around Android that I could, like, create sort of, like, basic apps. And I think that this new news app is actually pretty cool. You could... um so it gives you 30 stories uh along with like all of our images you can change the background from like day mode to night mode you can change the size of the text uh you can delete stories as you read them so they won't appear on your feed anymore you could like highlight specific stories and save them uh, there's a lot of versatility and uh, options in order to like really kind of craft your experience. And our podcasts, our YouTube videos, our unboxings and reviews, uh, they all look really good. Uh, There's minimal advertising. It's a total just native Android experience. You could go to the web version on every article, but you could just get along fine just reading the articles like right in the app. And, um, yeah, I think it's probably the best news app that we ever released. So it's on Android, uh, on Google Play right now. You can just search for... Uh, Good e-reader, sort of all one word in Google Play. And you can see all like our news app and our audio reader app that we have available. Uh, So yeah, that's my shameless plug of just, I don't know, just things that we've released kind of lately that I'm I'm kind of happy about. I think um, we've invested a lot of time into making apps because um, we're going to be making our own tablets soon. It's um, comparable to the Kindle Fire 7, so that sort of really cheap $49, $59 entry-level Fire tablet uh, that is a lot of people have. Uh, ours is going to be like total open source so like with amazon fire tablet it's like a skin ui it just has amazon services the amazon app store you really kind of have to root it and like do a lot of tech stuff if you want to have google play and stuff on it whereas our tablet um very much like our e-readers that we had like the goodie Reader 6.8 and the 13.3 which is just like a ui and then just total freedom you know we've I'm, like, a huge advocate of not locking you into, like, walled gardens. Like, if you have an iPhone, you're locked into Apple's walled garden. If you have, like, um, an Android, um, you know, from, like, Amazon, or you buy Android from, like, all these other companies, and they have, like, all this bloatware on it. You buy, like, an Asus tablet. There's, like, 10 or 15 Asus apps. If you get an Acer tablet, it's, like, all these, like, apps that you don't want that you can't even uninstall. Um, Our tablet will just be... 100% vanilla Android you could install, delete anything that you kind of want I think we're going to retail it for like somewhere around $79 or so, maybe $89 at the most. And we will preload our own apps on it, but you will have full access to Google Play. So you'll have the Goody Reader app store, the Goody Reader audio reader, the Goody Reader news app. Those will be like the only sort of apps that are preloaded on it. And that's just because like, you know, we developed this tablet. It's our branding and stuff. Why not have like our news site and stuff on it? Most of the people who buy it our, our readers and listeners and stuff to our website so this is kind of like something we're probably going to launch in the next like few weeks and i mean we've released like two e-readers over the last like three years and i think it's time that we do like our own branded tablet it's not super high specs or anything like that it's really comparable to uh, the entry-level fire uh, both in size seven inches uh, both in like resolution and, and overall experience you know you're not going to get like a total HD experience it's meant to be just like a tablet to read ebooks um, to, to play apps to watch movies uh, to listen to music you know it has Bluetooth and all that so you can go hands free if you want to so yeah I mean I'm not going to regale you with specs or anything at this point because it's not 100% locked in stone but we have uh, like a few like prototype models we've been method- sitting around with and we kind of feel that we're kind of like a really low cost entry level tablet that everyone could afford might be kind of cool um, and Unlike Fire tablets, you know, you're not locked into, like, Amazon or us or anything. You know, you can just download things from Google. You can sideload in all your own apps if you don't want to do business with, like, Google or us. Or But, you know, it, it's it's full vanilla Android, no skinned UI, kind of nothing. And I believe it's Android 6 out of the gate, but we are working on, like, an 8.1 uh, Oreo update uh, right now as, a, as sort of like a, a ROM and whatnot. In other news, uh, Overdrive is the company that powers most libraries. Uh, they are launching a magazine service uh, this summer. And so if you borrow ebooks or audiobooks from a public library, uh, you'll also now be able to borrow magazines as well. And this is something that they're really kind of hyping up to libraries right now. Um, they're launching with 50 uh, to start. You know... Uh, Oprah, ESPN, The Atlantic, New York Magazine, Newsweek, uh, Reader's Digest, OK Magazine, HGTV, um, a lot of sort of, you know, mainstream magazines. And I think Overdrive's doing this because they see that, like... RB Digital, which is owned by Recorded Books, they have Zinio for their thing. And a lot. I know a lot of libraries that want a magazine selection, but Overdrive didn't really provide magazines, so they had to do business with, like, other parties, like Magster or, or RB Digital. And this is kind of, like, a way that... Um, if you do business with OverDrive, which the vast majority of libraries in the States do, I think they have like 92% Overdrives is in 92% of all U.S. libraries. So this is just makes sense like a no-brainer, you know? So I just think it's kind of cool that this summer. You'll be able to like borrow magazines and stuff like that. Um, I said I was a big fan of Apple and I have iPhones and stuff like that. Um, Apple just released a new red iPhone. Uh, they did this before with like the the pro the, you, know, you know the Project Red type of thing to fight like AIDS and stuff like that. Uh, but now they're going to release like the Red iPhone for everybody. It's not going to cost any extra prices. Uh, I think it looks kind of cool. It looks like a <laughs> like a Ferrari basically, like Ferrari red. If you're um, if it catches like the sun at a specific angle. I've seen some videos, seen a lot of pictures uh, on it. Looks kind of cool. Um let's kind of finish the show off talking about uh, ebook piracy. So I wrote a big piece, it's gotten a lot of traction, sort of like online stuff like that. Uh, mainly it was because of a poll that we did. I uh, ran it for about like two months or so. Um, you know, roughly like 1,800 uh, respondents. Uh, the number one response in where do you get your ebooks was piracy at 20%. Uh, the next highest one was Amazon at 17%. And then um, it's pretty well nothing was in the double-digit figures. Like iBooks, 9%. Barnes and Noble seven percent, public library six percent. So overwhelmingly, most people pirate books, and then a lot of people just do business with Amazon. Yeah, um, you know this. There's been a lot of studies like, I uh, it's this this reports like study mania. Um, you know, seventy eight seventeen percent of all ebooks read in the U.K. are pirated, which is roughly about four million books. Uh, 10% of all Germany books are, uh, are actually paid for, so that means 90% are pirated. Uh, the average e-reader in the Netherlands holds about seven 7- hundred seventeen books, um, on average 11 of them were, were purchased and the rest were pirated. 92% of all e-book readers in Russia obtain their books illegally, <laughs> so I mean... You look at these huge markets, and I mean, it's it's like piracy mania. If you want to know more about it, you can just uh, go to our website, goodyreader.com, and ebook piracy is on the rise in 2018. You can kind of like type that search term in, and um, yeah, there's a lot of comments, like people who are really for it, people who are really kind of against it. Uh, I believe on the articles like a YouTube video as well, where I kind of like give you like um sort of like a news item of it whereas like I'm doing kind of like a vlog of it. So hopefully you've approved of this edition of the Goody Reader Radio Show. My name is Michael and everybody take care.